اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم وی شیل انشاء اللہ بی پریزنٹنگ سملٹینیس انگلش ٹرانسلیشن آف دی فرائیڈے سرمن بائی امیر المومنین حضرت خلیفۃ المسیح دا فورتھ ڈلیورڈ ایٹ دی فادل ماسک لنڈن آن ٹوینٹی فرسٹ آف ڈسمبر اشد اللہ وحدہد ان محمد رسول اما بالفاؤ بلاہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین الرحمن الرحیم مالک یوم الدین نستین سرات المستقیم سرات الدین ان امتالم غیر المغم آج کا خطبہ بھی گزشتہ خطبات کے سلسلے کی ایک کڑی ہے جس میں میں یہ سمجھانے کی کوشش کرتا چلا آیا ہوں کہ کس طرح نماز کے ساتھ ایک ذاتی تعلق پیدا کیا جائے حضور سیز ٹوڈے سرمن از آلسو اے لنک of the chain of the previous sermons in which I have been trying to explain as to how one should develop a personal link with the Salat prayers and how one should dive into the meanings of the prayers to develop enjoyment and should attain the purpose which is the true aim of the prayer. That is, it is a means to take man to God. Therefore, as long as the means is not used properly, until then the means not attain its objective. The sole aim is to reach Allah and to develop a relationship with Allah. The more one's link will develop with the prayers the more one's knowledge of the prayer will increase. The more one's relationship with Allah will advance and more one's knowledge of Allah will increase. Through prayers, you can attain the purpose of your creation. But the fact is that if we continue to pass through prayer without reflection and understanding, 
then the prayers of one's whole life cannot equal the single prayer of a person who has an in-depth knowledge of the divine, who passes through his prayer, diving deep into it by making it his own. Uh, that is why at times ignorant people think that it is a single prayer which helps man reach God and that only one such prayer is enough. It is an entirely erroneous and ignorant thought. Some who try to become more in-depth knower of the Divine and whether they have a Sufi inclination or not they do display it. They usually say that a single moment of life is enough, the moment that takes one to God. What they mean by that is that after a meeting of a moment they need not struggle anymore. Whereas the moment that takes them to God is that which develops a permanent contact with Him, after which there can be no thought of separation. So it is not the question of just one prayer. The question is of such a prayer which should develop such deep and lasting link with prayer, should develop such contact which should then never break. Regarding love, the poets say that it can develop just in one glance. But that single glance cannot be such that one should then become deprived of the desire of ever looking at the Beloved again. What they mean is that when one develops love, then each glance searches for the Beloved. And this is the reality of the in-depth knowledge of the Divine and of the meeting with Allah. Once one develops the true relationship with Allah, the greatest means of which is prayer, then this relationship becomes permanent and the very sign of the truth of this relationship is its permanence. Therefore, I have been trying to tell you from various aspects the methods of reflecting over the subject of Salat prayer so that each person according temperament can follow that method and should not just discharge the obligation of prayer but should develop pleasure in worship and should enjoy its fruits. When we repeat the attribute of Allah in the words of the chapter Al-Fatiha then after that is the prayer one meaning of this I have already explained and I want to direct your attention to another point. Here four fundamental attributes have been mentioned. Therefore, when we say one meaning of it is that we worship you and bow before you and present ourselves before you that after today our reverence is no longer ours but has become yours. The other meaning is 
that we follow you in each and every step as a slave follows his master and is no longer the owner of his own desires but wishes that he should become a reflection of his master. He should do exactly what his master does. Then the other meaning of this is abdiyat, emulation. The word abd has two meanings of abdiyat and abudiyat, emulation and worship. As far as the second meaning is concerned, if you keep it in view, the Salat will give you a message each day and will also take your account. When you say, then first of all, the Rabbul Ala attribute of Allah will come to your mind and you will reflect in your heart. That is, if you possess the capacity of reflection, that do I also try to become a Rabb creator and supporter? Does my favor also extend to all the world or do I try to extend it to all the worlds? This one question is so deep and so vast a question that it requires long time to find its real answer and applying it in turn on various places to find a separate answer for each occasion requires much hard work, but it is certainly an interesting term. When man accepts an existence to be Rabbul Alameen, and at the same time he believes that it is a praiseworthy attribute. Alhamdulillah Rabbil That to be Rabbul Alameen is not a bad thing, but in all respect it is praiseworthy attribute. Rather, Rabbul Alameen is worthy of all true praise. So if you do try to become Rabbul Alameen, then you are false in your declaration. This praise that you have uttered is something on your lips and has no link with your heart because whoever you like, you try to become like him. So by saying Rabbul Alameen and linking Rabbul Alameen with the praise of Allah, it is not just an obligation on each worshipper, but it becomes a desire of his heart that he should try to become like him. Now the subject of Rabbul Alameen is very vast but if you start with your surroundings, it becomes comparatively easy to apply it. Some people are rub for their children, but they are not only no rub for others, but they act opposite to the rub attribute. If a mother loves her, then that also reflects this attribute. But that quality of being rub in the sight of Allah is not praiseworthy or is not considered worthy of acceptance when the same mother is being cruel to her stepchildren. When her treatment of other children is negative, then the subject of Rabbul Alameen is cut off there and then. Quality of being Rabb 
which is linked to a limited circle is worthy of acceptance only when the quality continues to be in operation, when the circle is extended, and it should not cease. But the love of a mother for her children steps outside the definition of the rub attribute as soon as the relation of the mother with other children and other people takes on a negative form. This is a small example, but if you spread it over man's circles, then it becomes easy for you to examine yourself. Whenever you establish contact with someone, that is the moment to examine your inner condition, what type of a contact you are developing and why are you developing them. Is there or is there not any part of the rub attribute in them? This is the question which brings your contact very clear before you. And whenever the relationships take new turns and move from the unconscious state to the conscious state, they are the times when you can examine yourself whether or not you try to become Rabbul Alameen. Some ships continue, but they remain in a somewhat unconscious state. For example, the contacts with your society, your surroundings, with the animals, though they are suppressed contacts, but they are contacts, no doubt. Because the world in which we are living, we certainly have contact with it. A child takes a small gun and sets out for hunting, for example. When he kills the prey, he has a sort of a contact with the animal, which moves from the subconscious to the conscious state. When he fires at his prey and keeping his glance on the rub attribute, praises Allah in the sense that he is the master, he alone is the rub who has made arrangements for each creature. And the apparent link that I have with this prey, that is, although apparently I am a hunter, but here the rub attribute of Allah is manifesting for me, as it had manifested for this bird when it was hunting other small creatures and was enjoying the rub attribute of God. Then, despite appearing to be in clash here, the subject of rub attribute manifests in a new form before you. That is, in one respect, Allah becomes rub, and in other respect, apparently, the rub attribute is being negated. In such a situation, there is a fundamental law which is always in operation, and it is that the lower life will be sacrificed for the higher life. Here the rub attribute rises before you in another form. But when the same child goes ahead an animal which Allah has created for beauty, which cannot be used as food, or kills an animal which Allah has appointed for cleanliness or for other purpose, just for killing, then Immediately he severs his contact with the rub attribute and he clearly steps outside the boundaries of the rub attribute.
so apparently it is the same action that is in your contact with the animal either to one animal or to hunt it or to spare the life of another animal but these actions do not remain the same as you test these situations with the touchstone of the rub attribute then the animals which need help which are suffering for them you must have noticed especially in the western nations manifestations of the rub attribute which are unfortunate and comparatively less among the muslims so from this small example the path which opens up becomes an unending journey in man's relation with his surroundings there are untold possibilities of various kinds of relations and as you step ahead in each contact or gain new experiences when the subconscious contacts suddenly enter the conscious state then they are the times when you can examine and you can either establish your contact with rabbul alamin or can sever it then in the circle of the rub attribute generally as most of you do know it there is the contact with the poor there is the solutions to the problems of those who are suffering but opposite to that are such actions which can create negative effect if a man cannot show sympathy to a poor man then regarding his quality we can say it is fictional he thinks that i love the rub god but in fact he does not because he himself does not want to become like him but if one develops contact with someone opposed to the rub attribute usurps the right of a poor man or devours the property of the poor or is unjust and cruel to a weak man then these are the negative sign of the rub attribute now when such a man says in his prayer alhamdulillah rabbil alamin then in what form will this voice really descend on him from the heavens this is the question will it shower on him as flowers of mercy as the rahman attribute is mentioned next or will it take on the opposite form the fact is that if one's own action will be negating the rub attribute then his voice of alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin will always descend on him as a curse and this voice will not be a means of raining the flowers of mercy on him so this subject is very vast and deep and as you progress this subject further and develop contact with the rahman attribute and repeat iyyaka na'budu once again and then reflect what great things rahman god has created for you the concept of rahman cannot be established as long as there is no concept of justice because rahman is then justice and is above justice not in the sense that it is independent but the subject of the rahman attribute starts after the establishment of justice so if one is not even established on justice how can he say allah rabbil alamin 
الرحمن الرحیم رحمان مینس دا ون ہو گیوس مور دین ونس نیڈس ہو گیوس مور دین ونس ہو گیوس وداؤٹ دی آسکنگ سو ہے دی سرکلس آف کانٹیکٹس بگن ٹو شو اے ہائر مینیفیسٹیشن آف دی رب ایٹریبیوٹ دی سبجیکٹ آف دی رب ایٹریبیوٹ رائزیز ان دا مائنڈ آف مین ان این ایوولوڈ اسٹیٹ اینڈ مینیفیسٹ آن ہز ایکشنس سو وین وی سے ایا کا نابدو دین ہیئر کھا ڈس اسٹینڈ فار اللہ اینی وے دیٹ او اللہ بٹ ود وچ مینیفیسٹیشن آف گاڈ از دس کانٹیکٹ بینگ ڈیولپڈ دی سبجیکٹ آف دی رب ول ڈیولپ ون کانٹیکٹ اینڈ دی سبجیکٹ آف رحمان ول ڈیولپ اے ڈفرینٹ کانٹیکٹ دین دیر از دی سبجیکٹ آف دی رحیم ایٹریبیوٹ وچ مینس دا گیور آف دی فل ریوارڈ آف ایفرٹ رادر رادر دی گیور آف سم وٹ مور ریوارڈ دین ونس ایفرٹ اینڈ از آفٹ ریٹرننگ ود مرسی ان ہز سرکل آف کانٹیکٹ اے مین کین ایزلی ٹیسٹ ہم سیلف دیٹ وین آئی سی الحمد للہ رب العالمین الرحمن الرحیم ڈز دی وائس آف مائی حمد ریچ رحیم گاڈ اور ناٹ اور ڈو آئی ریئلی ریگارڈ دی رحیم اے پریز ورتھی ایٹریبیوٹ ایف آئی ڈو کنسیڈر اٹ پریز ورتھی دین ڈونٹ آئی وانٹ ٹو بیکم رحیم سو ویئر ایور ان آنسر ٹو ہز کوشچن اے نگیٹو پکچر ایمرجز اور اے پکچر ایمرجز وداؤٹ اینی کلر ان دا سیم پلیس ہز سینگ ایا کا نابدو کنٹینیوز ٹو بیکم ڈپرائیوڈ آف ایفیکٹ ویئر دا نگیٹو پکچر ایمرجز اٹس میننگ ول بی ایکسپلینڈ لیٹر ایز ٹو وٹ ہیپنس ٹو ہم ایز یو پروگریس فردر دی ورڈ مالک ڈسکرائبس ناٹ اونلی دی ایٹریبیوٹ آف بینگ دی اونر بٹ آلسو دی ایٹریبیوٹ آف بینگ اے کنگ دیٹ از ایوری تھنگ از انکلوڈیڈ ان مالک بٹ وین مالک از دی پوزیسو کیس آف یوم الدین دین مالک مالک یوم الدین مینس سچ اے مالک in whose power and authority rest all outcomes. Nothing can escape and go outside his power and authority. If one were to work hard all one's life and were to think that no one else has done anything, it was entirely my own effort and I succeeded as a result. But if the master were to decide that he will not reach home, and enjoy its fruit then he will not be able to enjoy it even if he reaches home and apparently he may feel that now i have control over the fruit of my labor it has now become mine but if the master were to decide that the one who has done this hard work should not benefit from it then he can die or such calamity may befall him that although the fruit is in the home but he cannot benefit from it. So, develops a concept of such an all-powerful existence in whose power and authority is everything. He is the ruler of administration 
owner as well as the king. That is, he has all those powers which an owner has over his property, no matter whether he is a king or not. The most humble and the poorest man does have some authority and power. If he has been given even a piece of bread, as he has some control over that piece. So all these powers and controls come within the authority of Malik, in which a king has no right to interfere, and even if he wants, he cannot snatch away everyone's authority. So Malik is the name of such an existence, who is the real owner of everything, small and large. And in the word Malik, that is king, are such things that is in the power of a king, which are not found in the other powers of Malik. A king can make laws. Whenever a king wants, he can dispossess someone, except those things on which a man continues to have power. He cannot take those away. He can deprive him of all his possessions, but he cannot dispossess him of his control over his thinking. So when God becomes a Malik, he is a Malik of everything, the Malik of man's thinking, and when he wills, he can change his thoughts. He becomes a master of the intelligence of each intelligent creature, and when he becomes a king, he can deprive anyone of anything. The Holy Quran has mentioned these subjects in various chapters and in various verses as it says Allahumma malik al-mulke tutil mulka mantashao wa tanzil mulka min mantashao Here the meaning of malik is not the one who has taken possession of something but here it has included the meaning of kingship as I am explaining Allahumma malik al-mulke that O Allah you are the master of the countries also, that is, not only of everything but also of kingdoms and of knowledge. There is not a field of knowledge of which you are not the owner, and the kingdom is also such a thing which is within your power and authority. Whomsoever you like, you grant the power. From whomsoever you wish, you can take away the power. You have power over all things. This is the definition of Malik. That, O God, who changes the night into day and changes the day into night, you bring out life from death and you bring the death from life. You bring the living out of the dead and bring the dead out of the living. And whomsoever you will, you can give sustenance without measure. So this has explained this subject clearly that by Malik is not meant 
just a master of something in the sense we become the master or understand the subject of malik attribute but it is a very vast and deep subject in this the rule and the kingdom is also included and sustenance is also included and the legislative powers are also included and it includes the full power over the law also includes the enforcing of the law also life also comes under it and the death also comes under it as it were the subject of the malik attribute is so vast that the creation which was started by the rahman attribute and all the stages through which the rab attribute had passed the creation and the rahman and rahim attribute had showed their skill of working over it after all that where the final form of that life emerges on all those forms allah has perfect power so the concept of malik is a great concept and to try to become malik is a different subject but it is linked to the previous subjects the fact is that a malik can be unjust and cruel and can also become a master temporarily by snatching something and we see most dreadful stations of rule and of kingship then how can we try to become like them but the fact is that when you are entering it through the door of the rab attribute and have sincerely done your effort to become a rab and to some extent shared in the rab attribute when you enter the door of the rahman attribute and try to become rahman and to some extent shared in the rahman attribute when you enter the door of him attribute and try to become rahim and to some extent you shared in the rahim attribute then in fact it is you alone who have already developed the capacity to become malik a master it is you alone who have the right to declare iyyaka na'budu that o oh allah we did really try in some of the things and we continue to try to become like you and we did succeed to some extent but the subject of kingship is such in which we have no control and we cannot become malik because here you have total power therefore you should now make us masters and enable us that when we have the kingdom we, we should be rab rahman rahim and we should reflect all your attributes and in your being a master this great excellence is found that despite being a master you grant the rule to others grant us this excellence also now here to be a master in accordance with the attribute of allah and to be master in accordance with the qualities of man becomes two separate things when in the light of these conditions which the chapter al-fatiha puts before us we reflect over the subject of power and compare it to that power which is deprived of this subject is deprived of these conditions then there is a difference as of heaven and earth or there emerges a vast difference
a master who is mad about his passion of increasing his wealth, that my power and authority should increase. Such a king who becomes mad with this lust attacks the people of Allah and becomes a torment for the creatures of Allah, that somehow I should satisfy my lust of extending my rule and my kingdom should expand. He can become neither a Rabb nor a Rahman nor Rahim. He does restore power over someone but continuously usurps it. Whereas the Holy Quran has defined Malik attribute. That the real master is he who does not just take the power but bestows it on others also. But when he takes it, he only takes the right which belongs to him and does not take Salsi's right. And when he bestows it, he is not giving someone else's right, but is bestowing it from himself, because he is the total master. A worldly king who attacks others for his lust of extending his rule, he is usurping such rights which are not his. He violates the rights of other people of God and the things which a usurper has plundered does not make him a master. Even if he were to bestow some of it on others, he may appoint a governor and apparently may give power to someone else. Then, as was his occupation unlawful, so is his bestowing unlawful, meaningless and unreal. But when we put the condition of Yawmiddin with it, then this difference becomes so distinct and clear that no kind of similarity remains. Yomiddin means on the day of judgment. He is the master of the final day. Everything will return to him and a time shall come when no one else will have an iota of association with him in his possessions or in his sovereignty. The Holy Quran says, That how can we explain to you what is Yomuddin? Yomuddin is the name of that time and that period. No one for himself or for his relations or friends will remain a master of anything. And the command of ownership entirely, 100% would have been returned to God. So these kings of the world and the masters of the world, despite their appearing to be temporarily a master of the world and may appear to shine the sovereign attribute of God, depart so empty-handed from this world and their kingdoms and their rules are either snatched away from them in such a way or they are separated from them in such a way that eventually the subject of Malik attribute of Allah emerges with its full glory 
without any association of anyone else. And each Amr returns to him. So for a man to share in this sovereign attribute of God as his worshipper makes this subject so vast and whoever asks the Malik attribute from God and tries to be a master after becoming like God, death cannot deprive him of his power. He learns to live in an everlasting world. Whatever he gains here, he spends it in the way of Allah, and at the same time he continues to transfer it into the next world. Whoever rules in the world humbly and meekly, and becoming Rab, Rahman and Rahim, he establishes his contact with the people of Allah, despite being superior, acts as inferior. His will also be restored to him after the Day of Judgment, as a manifestation of Allah's mercy, and will be returned to him multiplied many folds. So to what extent we will be Malik in that other world? To what extent we will be Malik? It relates to the Malik and Malik attribute of God in this life. And to what extent we have our link with these attributes? So this is one of the meaning of Nabodo. And the other meaning is that we worship you. And you know and you see that whatever things in you we like, we are trying to become like that. Therefore, there is no doubt in our sincerity. If you were untrue, then we would have praised you lips, but in deeds we would have turned elsewhere and would have gone in another direction. But whoever we consider good, we are following each of his step. So, Iyakanabudu, O Allah, with full sincerity and with full purity of heart, with the depths of our feelings and with the backing of our deeds, we submit again and again that we worship Thee alone and worship none beside You. In view of the second meaning, Iyakanabudu is the obedience of the commandments of Allah. One is to follow His attributes in the way they are manifesting everywhere in the world. And for that there is no need of any religious commandment. Man's concept of Rab attribute, of Rahman attribute, of Rahim attribute and Malik attribute to some extent is always there with relation to God. And according to one's concept, to whatever extent man follows the path of emulating Allah's attributes, he has a right to say, Iyaka Nabudu. But when a law is revealed by God, then Allah does not manifest through his attributes alone, but manifests himself through his commandments and prohibitions. He gives commandments and prohibits some other things. 
in places there is shajrai tayyiba good tree and in other places there is shajrai khabisa the evil tree he says you may eat as much fruit of the good tree as you please and eat them in any way you wish and he prohibits you and says that you must not go near the shajrai khabisa it is evil tree so here a man is enabled to make clear decisions daily here there is no longer the question of his thinking and reflection but some clear sages come before him of allah's worship or non worship and at each stage he takes a decision whether i have to worship him or to turn away from worship so in this sense when he fulfills these conditions we cannot say that he fulfills them all we can say that he fulfills them to some extent then the manifestations of the same four attributes one after the other come dancing before man they present themselves as a beautiful scene before man for him to consider that in the matter of rab attribute to what extent would allah's commands and saved ourselves from his prohibitions with regard to rahman attribute to what extent did we follow allah's commandments and which commands we refused with respect to the rahim attribute to what extent did we follow allah's commands or refused them and similarly with respect to the malik attribute to what extent did we really prove to be the true servants ought this completes the subject of worship and in the same subject is included the salat prayer diving in which you are developing these contacts with allah it is allah who himself taught this method of developing relationship with him and gave it the most importance so after touring this whole world when a worshiper returns back to his situation he recognizes this and tries to see that to what extent i am fulfilling the requirement of prayer and to what extent i am fulfilling the requirements of prayer with justice and to what extent rising higher than justice i am doing such worship before allah which if i did not do there will be no blame on me but i do much more than my duty and when this subject starts then the subject of ihsan favor begin that is the salat prayer then moves from adl to ihsan from justice to favor and it becomes more magnificent than previously now you enter iyyaka nasta'in now you enter iyyaka nasta'in now you will see how different iyyaka nasta'in of each person has become from each other person apparently it is the same voice that o oh god we seek your help and seek your help alone we beg your help and we beg your help but with what capacities of help whenever such questions 
are before the governments, then they attach some data with them. They contain the account of their deeds, what they achieved and what they failed to achieve. The summary of all that is recorded on a few pages and attach it with the application. Even if one wants the job of his messenger, he also needs some qualities for it. So a king who can appoint an office messenger as well as prime minister. The king is apparently a master and has the power that he could make whoever he wishes an office messenger and whoever he wishes a prime minister. But he does not do it blindfold. He checks as to what other qualities the applicant has, what helpful data, education and experience there is in the light of which I have to make a definite decision in my contact with him as to what position I will appoint him at and to what position I will raise him and how far he will be promoted. Therefore, in one has prayed for the smallest stage to the highest possible stage. But the decision as to how far they will be acceptable has already been taken by Iyakanabudu. And the detail of the subject of Iyakanabudu is in the sight of Allah, and the angels continuously record that detail and prepare such an account of character about which the Holy Quran says that in the next life this account will be presented before man and he will say in astonishment that what kind of a book is it which is not leaving out even the smallest of the thing nor the largest things it has encompassed everything so the encompassment which will be done on the day of judgment the same encompassment is done when you say and this is the reason why in the acceptance of prayer each person is treated differently when his holiness muhammad mustafa may peace and blessings of allah be upon him and upon his followers prayed it was a prayer of such a man who ascended higher than all men no matter whether they were ordinary men prophets he left them all behind and his station of proximity to allah is not only higher than all other prophets but he was ahead of all the angels and all the creation in the whole universe so whatever recommendation is made at this station of proximity to allah or the supplication which is made it has a different position we witness somewhat similar things in this world also for to understand the subject of god one does not need exceptional capacities by diving in your day-to-day -day life you should reflect on your surroundings in your nature and as a result of it in your relations which are natural relations and are based on honesty then for you it is not at all difficult 
to develop a relationship with God. Now, if a Prime Minister who is also lightning presents an application, and although that application is from such poor people or from such criminals about whom the king feels either unconcerned or is displeased with them, but when the Prime Minister forwards the application, its position changes entirely, and that application gains a high station of acceptance. Otherwise, how can an ordinary man has the power even to knock at the door of the king, let alone his voice having an access to the So the subject of Vasila, a means, start right from here. And immediately after this subject, the prayer. Is advancing this very subject and opens up new worlds of knowledge and of spirituality. If we are seeking help, then what is that help? Here, nothing does not have link with emulation in the sense which I have explained, but Nastain is an empty container. Now what we need to see is what has been asked to fill this container. One link of Nastain is with Rab, with Rahim and with Malike Yomiddin and it is with the worship. In its light Man can ask for a, one can ask for a shoelace from Allah, and he should ask, and the Holy Prophet may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him has also said this, that you should ask Allah not just major things, but also small things. Also, not only small things, but ask for major things as well. Thus, Nastain is a large and open container which you have to fill asking for one thing or another. But when you say then here you move away from worldly and you are asking for something different. Now here you are not asking for the blessings of this world but you are asking for spiritual stations and there is much difference in the two things. It says, It does not say that, O oh Allah, guide us to that path on which we get blessings. Whatever blessings one had to ask, he has already asked. That is, the blessings of the world and, and other things which are called blessings. Here it does not say that, O oh God, guide us to that path on which we get blessings. It says, An'amta alayhim. Please guide us towards that path which is followed by those who gain your love and those who receive your favors. Now here, both the subjects of Nabudo and Nastai have been linked together. What we have been told is that if you will pray for spiritual station and for proximity to Allah, then this is such a subject which is different from the granting of blessings in the ordinary situations. An unbeliever 
who openly rebels against the commandment of Allah, he also shares in the blessing of Allah, because his blessings are spread everywhere in the world. There is no single man who does not have a share of Allah's blessings. But when you say, An'amta alayhim, that, O God, grant us the path of those who are An'amta alayhim. So here, one has not asked for blessings, but has asked to become like those who are rewarded by Allah. And here, all the unbelievers and all those who turn away from God and worldly people are separate and their path ends here. Now another path starts, which is the path of proximity to Allah, which is a path of asking for Allah's love. It is a path to receive spiritual stations from Him. About this Allah says that this path will be granted to you when your worship will truly pass through those paths from which the worship of those people have passed who had received rewards from Allah, where you will not be praying for blessings, but will be praying to become like those who were rewarded by Allah. And this prayer is much more difficult than the previous prayer. Generally, people think that to say, is very easy that O oh God guide us on the right path and that is that and the matter ends here they don't reflect that those whom Al rewarded who they were and what kind of difficulties they had passed through in this world His Holiness Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alaihi Wasallam was the leader of those who were rewarded by Allah and before him Hazrat Moses received rewards, Hazrat Jesus received rewards and Hazrat Abraham received reward and Hazrat Noah received reward. Peace be on all of them. All the prophets whose history is preserved in the Holy Quran are those people who are included among the Mun'im alayhim group. They continued to walk on that path on which Allah had created the people who were rewarded Allah. He did not place rewards on those paths, but He created people who received rewards from Allah. If you glance over them, you will find that each one of them had passed a life of problems, that is, in the eyes of the world. They passed through such dangerous stages. They faced such painful situations throughout their life. They were put such trials. Such suffering was put on them which breaks the back of an ordinary man. So is this the supplication you are making that, O oh God, make us one of them? Suddenly a man is shaken and he wonders where he has reached. By saying, I was asking everything, and then suddenly I have reached a stage where I feel frightened, where I have fear in my heart as to what I am asking. But if honestly one asks that, then one prepares for the greatest possible sacrifice. 
he is saying the prayer are naam manasika na he is saying oh god please show me the places to offer my sacrifice please tell where the drops of my blood should spill on your paths on which altars my head should draw and my life should be sacrificed for you then how great but formidable this prayer becomes in the sense that when a man reflects over the groups of munim alahim then an altogether different picture emerges and the fear which develops with this picture its remedy has also been mentioned by allah in the holy he says munim alahim are those who are only among the prophets but they have various stations ومن يطع الله ورسوله فاولئك مع الذين انعم الله عليهم من النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن اولئك رفيقا so o my servants do not fear but you must pray please if you still lack courage that you should try to become like the leaders of the groups of people who received rewards from allah and pray to allah that the way they pass their lives our life should pass in the same way then you should climb down a little and pray standing on the lower steps if you do not have the strength of that then you should pray on the next lower rung or stand last threshold of salihin which includes all kinds of people there are some among them who showed weakness those who lacked strength to lift more burden allah continuously overlooked their failings but you should at least include yourself in some group and should at least show some examples like those which were shown by the people who received divine rewards so you see on which paths this prayer of the chapter al-fatiha was leading us what new worlds of meaning and wisdom it is continuously opening before us and has been opening and how gradually it teaches us the skill and trains us to how we should worship allah and how we should benefit from it and how we should develop loving relationship with him but as i had said this subject may still need one or two more sermons the time is now ending nearly an hour has passed so if allah will enable us we will inshallah continue this subject in the next sermon or in the sermon after that അലഹമുദുവനസ്തൈനുവനസ്തഹരുവനോമിനുബഹിവനതവക്കലോലേ ഫലാ